Reddit, tell me your glitch in the matrix story. I'm talking weird occurrences, coincidences you haven't been able to easily explain. I'll start. We have a breakfast laid on at work every morning. Just a simple buffet of eggs, bacon, what have you. Nothing huge, and it's really only to feed about a dozen people or so. I'm usually one of the first guys from my team to get to work, and the kitchen was deserted as usual. I walked into the little kitchen, and there was a ceramic egg tray thing with 12 eggs in it, like the bottom half of an egg carton with a socket for each egg. All spaces are filled with warm, freshly boiled eggs. I take one, walk over to the garbage bin, shuck the shell, then I walk back over to the food and stop dead. There are 12 eggs in the tray again. No one entered the room while I was peeling the thing. I touched the mystery egg and it was the same temperature as the other eggs around it. Not a big thing, nothing major, but something very strange. Given one does not get presented with strange eggs from a parallel universe every day, I peeled and ate that one too. When I was around 20, a few years ago, I kept having dreams about a woman with long black hair named Aurora. They were different dreams, but for some reason, her distinct face and name always ended up in them. It got to a point where I would wake up frustrated and confused, trying to Google her name or find out how I was connected to her. After a few months, she stopped showing up and I dismissed it, thinking my brain was just being a scumbag. Fast forward a few years later, Halloween 2009, I'm in the car with a friend stopped at a gas station. I'm about to pull out and merge onto a highway when I get a phone call from a random number. So I stopped the car, but no one answered. There was a person behind me who grew impatient, honked at me, and then swerved in front of me instead of waiting for two seconds for me to move. Second they get on the highway, some silver Civic loses control of their wheel and crashes into the car that swerved in front of me. I called the cops and waited at the gas station for them to come. Turns out the drivers of both cars had died. It 100% would have been me if I I hadn't have gotten that phone call. Called it back a few hours later out of gratitude and curiosity. Rang three times and went to voicemail. Hi, you've reached Aurora. Please leave your name and number. Never had goosebumps like that in my life. Called it again the next day because I was that confused about the whole situation. Some woman answers and we get to talking. I tell her my entire story, including the dreams I had. She tells me she doesn't know how I got her number and that she never called me as far as she remembers. Weird. Ask her if she has a Facebook to confirm if she is in fact the woman in my dreams. Check her Facebook? Holy crap, it's her. If that's not a glitch in the matrix, then I'm just crazy. This happened about 15 years ago. I called my friend up and he wasn't home, so I left a message on his answering machine. I said, hey, it's me. Sorry I missed you. Call you later. Bye. And then I hung up and left the house. I made no other calls. Later that day, he called back and says, well, that was quite a message you left. Who's that girl you were talking to? I was like, what are you talking about? I wasn't talking to any girl. Well, as it turns out, the message didn't end after I said bye. I had to go over to his house and listen to this message a few times. After my initial message that I did leave, there was a slight pause and it continues for another 30 or 40 seconds or so of me talking to some strange girl. It was my voice, but a conversation I never had with a girl whose voice I didn't recognize. You could compare it to the message I know I did leave, and the two voices were indistinguishable. Not just the voice, but, you know, talking mannerisms. It was my voice. Also, references to my occupation and activity 
activities were the same. Basically, in this conversation, I was talking to this girl about going skiing, but I had to go down to my shop and work on a car first, which totally correlated to me. Then the message just stopped. It was recorded on one of those digital answering machines that recorded the message to a chip, so there was no tape I could have taken and had analyzed, unfortunately. Also, neither I nor my friend had party lines, so that's not an explanation. It was very freaky. I can't explain it. Driving home on a stormy day, I see that a side road up to the local golf course is blocked off by flashing barricades. I also spy a Mercedes parked past the barricades with its hazards on. I stop and walk up to the car to see if they need any help. I'm an EMT. I shine my light in the back seat to see a man slumped over apparently asleep. Thinking I've got a few drunks, I move up to the driver window and rap on the glass and shine my light in. The driver is sitting bolt upright, unmoving, staring straight ahead. My window wrapping or light doesn't cause him to blink, flinch, or move. I look over and the passenger is slumped forward onto the dash. This begins to creep me out. I call down to the sheriff's station and request a unit to come up to my location to help me check them out, since the doors of the car were locked. While on the phone, I walk back to my truck to get my go bag. As I'm on the phone with dispatch, she asks me to get a license number for the car, just as a massive truck comes rumbling down from up the closed road. I move to go around the truck to get the plate number, and the car's gone. I talked to the driver of the truck and he said there was an 80 foot tree down across the road and that he didn't think it'd be open for a day or so. The question is, where did the car go? Tree up one way, barricades down the other. It's kept me a bit unsettled when stopping at accidents and hazards since then. This happened to me in the third grade, and it scared me so much I started crying and had to go to the office to talk to the principal about it. I was in the hallway for misbehaving, and my neighbor, Tad, a year younger than me, came walking out of a class to my right, passed in front of me, and headed down some stairs. We said hi to each other. About 20 seconds later, he walked out of the same class, passed in front of me, and headed down the stairs. I just stared at him, confused and afraid, and he looked back like, why are you looking at me like that. I never realized how much it was like the Matrix deja vu. At 12 years of age, my mom let me stay in the truck as she went grocery shopping. As I wait, I see an old guy walking towards the truck with an indescribable look at me as if I know too much. He stops 5 feet from the truck, looks at me for a couple of seconds, and heads back the exact way he came. It was rather traumatic for some reason and very confusing at that age. 5 or 6 years later, my dad was showing me home videos of us at Yellowstone. At Old Faithful, I noticed the same guy, same look, same clothes peering at us on camera and at me through the TV. I'm freaked out just telling this. At a friend's place back in 2008, when we were all teenagers, we had a cool shed at a friend's that we'd hang out in every weekend. It had four sets of bunk beds, tables, a fireplace, TV, fridge, etc. The whole lot. One night, we were all hanging out in there when I decided I needed to use the bathroom. I walked out the front door of the shed and started walking to the right where I stopped. Now, let me explain the layout here. As you walk out of the shed, his house is to the left, and to the right is where we all parked our cars. Further out, you're left with empty fields and trees. It was dark by now, the lights from the house illuminating the space between the house and our cars, but trailing off just past them. As I took a step to the right, intending to go behind the cars to relieve myself, I saw my friend's older brother standing there. I watched him for a good 5-10 to seconds as he stood there, facing into the darkness. He then proceeded to walk behind a couple of trees in a car before he disappeared. Confused, I walked back into the shed and asked my friend what his brother was doing by the cars. The conversation went as follows. Hey man, what's your brother? 
brother doing by the cars? What do you mean? He just walked off behind the cars. I'm right here. I looked over and there his brother was sitting down on one of the chairs with a drink. He was wearing the exact same clothes I saw him in and the only way to get into the shed was through the door that I was standing in the way of. To this day, I have no idea how it happened at all. I'm guessing I was just seeing things, but the fact that I watched him walk around for a good 10 seconds has always puzzled me. I've never had anything else like this happen. I have one of these that involves the Matrix. I got my wisdom teeth out in 2000, right around the time that the original Matrix came out on VHS. I was bombed completely out of my mind on Percocet after coming back from the surgery. I had awful wisdom teeth, and my mom basically just dropped me in bed and went and rented the movie for me because I'd never seen it in theaters. I remember being irritated that the sun through the window was making the TV glare, but being too out of it to get up. A little bit after the black cat glitch in the Matrix scene, I passed out and apparently slept for about eight hours. The tape in the VHS machine kept rewinding itself and playing over and over again. I woke up and the movie was at roughly the same spot as when I passed out, but it was completely dark outside. Zero time lapse for me. Completely lost my mind. Started freaking out and screaming because I thought I discovered the secret and somebody turned off the sun. I remember crying and trying to explain to my panicked family who have never let me live it down. I think the strangest glitch I found was back when I was in high school. I was talking to a friend on the phone, describing a dream I had about an ice skating rink. And then he starts to describe the rest of the dream to me from the opposite point of view. It was a while ago, so I don't remember everything, but we both described the scenery, what the people were doing, etc. It really freaked me out when it happened. My dad has this little toy monkey that he used to call his favorite child and tease me and my siblings with it. Not in a bad way, but it was really frustrating to us and we spent hours trying to steal it from him. Well, anyways, one day we got it and threw it in the garbage after drawing on it and mangling it for a bit. My dad laughed and searched for it for a bit, but basically figured we'd thrown it out and gave up after a week or so. Anyway, a few years later, when I was about 17, I'm walking down the street in Toronto. I don't live in Toronto, was just visiting friends and see this little orange object on the side of the road. When I walk over to it, I pick up and see that it was the exact same monkey. It even had the black sharpie lines on it from when we drew all over it. I honestly cannot even come up with the chances of that happening, especially considering our garbage is sent to a local dump and is nowhere near Toronto. I actually took it with me and killed it with fire just so I knew it wouldn't come back again. I had a friend in high school. Let's call him Bob. Bob was a very nice fellow, and while we weren't that close, we had similar tastes in music and we'd share CDs. This is the late 80s, way before file sharing. Anyway, we eventually graduated and I moved several hundred miles away to college, and we lost touch. When I left for college, I had one of Bob's CDs still in my possession, Beat by King Crimson. Fast forward 10 years, I'd graduated college and was knee deep in my career, and finally saved up enough money and bought my first house. In the new house and while unpacking, I see the CD in a box. Hadn't noticed it in many years and thought, gee, I should really track down Bob and return this. Right then, the doorbell rings. It's Bob. And he says, hey, you wouldn't happen to still have my King Crimson CD, would you? I look down. I'm holding it in my hand. I hand it to him and his mouth drops open. Mine probably already is. We exchanged pleasantries and I probably asked him how he found me, but I no longer remember. He eventually takes off. I haven't seen Bob since. 
I was a satellite installer and I was driving between two small towns in North Carolina, Statesville and Taylorsville. It's about a 20 minute drive of a perfectly straight two lane road with pretty much nothing but trees on either side. It's the middle of the day and I'm driving along listening to Howard Stern on Sirius when all of a sudden I go from wide awake to falling asleep, meaning one second I'm normal and a second later my head is drooping down and eyes closing. And what snaps me out of it is my car bounces like it just hit a speed bump, but I'm still in the middle of the road. Howard Stern is still in the same sentence, but my GPS signal says it's lost. And then I hear recalculating. And when it comes back, I realize I'm about 12 miles further down the road than I was, and I'd missed my turn by five miles. My immediate thought, even though I consider myself a level-headed atheist, was that I fell asleep, hit a tree, and died, and was now in some weird afterlife. It was such a strong feeling that I drove to the nearest gas station, got out, headed inside with sweaty palms, feeling that the cashier inside was not going to be able to see me. To my relief, she did, and I bought a Red Bull. I still think I was hypnotized by the road and drove on some weird autopilot for a while, but losing the GPS signal and not missing any of Howard Stern is unexplainable to me. I even used the Sirius ability to rewind, and there was none of the show that I missed. I used to work in a building that had three levels of sub-basements, with the piece of lab equipment I typically worked on in the lowest basement. I had the only key. There was a wired phone in there, and I did work late some nights, but not this night. I was sleeping alone in my apartment when I woke up to a call on my cell phone from my girlfriend at 3am. She was in hysterics, asking why I scared her. Apparently, she received a call from that basement phone just a minute earlier, with someone who sounded like me slowly repeating her name, until crackling and fading out. My apartment was 10 miles away from work. I thought she was lying, but I saw the 3am call from the basement phone logged on her cell myself. Still freaks me the heck out. My friend used to put up a recurring away message back in the day when everybody had AIM. She was a Beatles superfan and put up a sentiment from John and Yoko, acorns for peace. Well, one day I was walking around my college campus thinking about it, but failing to remember the full quote for some reason. In my mind, I kept thinking, something for peace, something for peace. What the heck is that message anyway? Right then, some chick on a cell phone walks by me and screams, acorns. I realize this is not a super freaky story, but it made my day at the time. It's not every day someone screams out acorns in your vicinity at the exact right time. I have two stories that are just super weird. Both of them are things I would just not believe if someone else told them to me. But I can swear with every fiber of my being that they happened as I write them here. The first happened a couple years ago. I can't remember the occasion, but my mother and I had gone to A&W for lunch, and we were both sitting there eating our meals. We happened to be seated pretty close to the washroom doors, so I noticed everyone who was going in and out. First person to come out is this old man who's kind of hobbling along. He walks past, and I looked at him and went on with my meal. Not 30 seconds later, another man comes out of the bathroom. And at this point, I get a little freaked out because I realize it's the exact same person. Same limp, clothing, face, everything. A couple minutes later, the same thing happens, except it's an old woman this time. She comes out, then 30 seconds later, comes right out of the bathroom again. My mom took a look at me and said, you look like you've seen a ghost. I just kind of stared 
stammered a bit, then wrote it off as me being crazy. The second story is more weird in my opinion, and the single strangest occurrence of my life. This happened when I was about 9 years old, but I can still remember it, vividly. We were visiting family in Nevada with my dad, and they lived out in a very dry area in a fairly good sized trailer. A couple days in, I was playing with my cousin, pretty much just messing around in the dirt. At some point, I look up. Right next to the house is field, I guess. Surrounded by wire fence, probably originally for livestock. But anyway, there's this guy standing there. This is a good 300 or more feet away, so I can't see him clearly. Cue the weird. As soon as I look at this guy, I have what I can only describe as an out-of-body experience. My body pretty much just went into lockdown and I was no longer seeing through my eyes. And I wasn't just floating there or anything. I was in that man's body. Through his eyes, I could see two little shapes playing across the field, but I could just feel that he saw the shapes as animals. And then I realized he was holding a shotgun. After that, I regained my body and blurted out, we have to go indoors, offering no explanation to my cousin, who thought I was nuts. I didn't tell anyone because I just didn't know how to express it to other people back then. I've only since told my brothers, but I don't think they believed me. Still freaks me out when I think about it today, because it's the only time I've ever lost control of my body. It was almost like a dream, but the the whole thing was happening in slow motion. Josh, the guitarist of the band's best friend Matt, had died a couple of years back. He always talked about the kid and he seemed like a great guy. Josh always had this reoccurring dream where Matt was standing on this abandoned street, which supposedly was metaphorical for purgatory. Josh had all these conversations with Matt in these dreams, and because he had overdosed unexpectedly, he felt like his spirit was not able to move on. At the end of the dreams, Matt would take a bulb from the streetlight on the street they were standing in the middle of. Josh described these dreams dreams in extreme detail and I could pretty much picture what the street looked like. Fast forward to about six months into touring with these guys. They were huge Bright Eyes fans and wanted to stop in Casadega, Florida. Bright Eyes singer wrote an album there and it's a really creepy, spiritual, medium place. It might be worth noting that six out of seven of the people that I was with were all atheists. So we drive into Casadega around 2 or 3 a.m. and drive around. Suddenly, this big black dog comes in the middle of the road and just stops and looks at us. The guys in this band were weird as heck and were saying things like, follow the dog, it's trying to show us something. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, they're all idiots. We follow this dog for a few blocks as it was walking pretty slowly. All of a sudden, we turn a street and this dog bolts. We try to speed up, but Josh says, stop the van. This is it. We're all confused and he gets out of the van and looks around. This is it. This is the street in my dreams. We hang out for about 15 minutes and from the way he described the street, from having houses on the left to a park on the right, it was definitely the street. As we get in the van, a street light goes off and we just drove off. He claims he never had any more dreams about it and that was closure on everything. My dad used to get up around 3 a.m. every morning for work. Starting at a very early age, I would wake up on my own and wander downstairs to see him before he left. One morning, when I was about four years old, I made it to the bottom of the stairs and noticed that the front door was ajar. I opened it up and saw my father in his favorite work shirt making his way down the driveway to his truck in his typical work outfit, plaid shirt and dickies. I swung the door open wide and yelled for him to come back for a hug before he left. 
He slowly turned around and just stared at me and started walking back towards the house. He was looking so strangely at me that it started to scare me and I began crying and asking what was wrong. Just as he had almost reached me, a pair of arms encircled me from behind in a big bear hug. I turned my head to see my understandably freaked out father staring at his doppelganger in the same outfit. The double took one look at my dad and ran down the driveway. Meanwhile, my dad yanked me in the house and locked the door. Weirdest morning ever. Never did quite figure that one out. I would not trust my four-year-old memory of the event if it wasn't also witnessed by my father. He won't really talk about it to this day, but my mom has told me that he called out of work and she spent the day reassuring him he wasn't a nutcase. I was in class one day, sitting in a group of three people, including myself. We were talking and my friend dropped his pen on the desk. I saw it stall in midair for a second, then drop on his desk. My friend asked, did anyone else see that? All my friends saw it, and it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. To this day, I have no explanation for it. It wouldn't be a big deal if there weren't three of us that witnessed it happen. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.